Hi there, I'm Jamie Sweetland. This is episode 13 of The Reading List. Today we're talking about Lone Survivors by Chris Stringer. Before we get into the book, I just want to make one quick note. This episode should be dropping the same week as Thanksgiving. So for all of our listeners in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving to you. Hope you're having a good time eating a lot of food with your friends and family. And uh, just generally having a nice relaxing time. So without any further ado, Lone Survivors by Chris Stringer. This is a book about anthropology. It's basically about the origins of the human species. It addresses some of the previous theories and sets out a new theory, which I thought was an unexpected um, turn. I didn't know what this book was going to be about when I first saw the title. I actually stumbled across it accidentally, and someone just said, hey, it's about, it's about people and how they survived. So, um, But when I started digging into it, it's actually fascinating. So... There were a couple competing theories, and actually, let me get the synopsis out of the way here, because that has a couple uh, bits of information related to this. In this groundbreaking and engaging work of science, world-renowned paleoanthropologist Chris Stringer sets out a new theory of humanity's origin, challenging both the multi-regionalists who hold that modern humans developed from ancient ancestors in different parts of the world, and his own out-of-Africa theory, which maintains that humans emerged rapidly in one small part of Africa and then spread to replace all other humans within and outside the continent. Stringer's new theory, based on archaeological and genetic evidence, holds that distinct humans coexisted and competed across the African continent, exchanging genes, tools, and behavioral strategies. Stringer draws on analyses of old and new fossils from around the world, DNA studies of Neanderthals using the full genome map, and other species, and recent archaeological digs to unveil his new theory. He shows how the most sensational recent fossil findings fit with his model, and he questions previous concepts, including his own, of modernity and how it evolved. Lone survivors will be the definitive account of who and what we are, and will change perceptions about our origins and about what it means to be human. So, a lot to unpack in there. Um, I'll start with just kind of uh, briefly mentioning the two theories they mentioned. Um, so, the multi-regionalists say that um, the reason that we have people all over the world is because there were different species that came before us, and that we basically simultaneously evolved in multiple parts of the world nearly nearly all at once. And that accounts for differences between peoples in different parts of the world. Um, the other theory that was the, the other main theory was the out-of-Africa theory. And that is that there were kind of proto-humans in a few different places, but that in one small uh, concentrated part of Africa, people underwent the evolution that turned us basically into human beings, and then those people spread out of that area to the other parts of the world and essentially pushed everyone else out, and everyone else went extinct, and human beings took over. The theory that this book puts forward, which I think makes a heck of a lot of sense, is that neither one of those is exactly right. That what happened was there were multiple species that were evolving forward at the same time and living alongside each other so that as uh, our ancestors, the species that came before us, began evolving, it may have split into two branches or it may have come from two different complete branches and they wound up with similar characteristics but distinctly different species. And the perfect example of that is the Neanderthals. Neanderthals are genetically distinct from Homo sapiens. They're not the same species. We're, we're incredibly closely related, but we're not the same species. And the thing that was 
that was illuminating is that it's not that Neanderthals were around and then human beings showed up and overtook them and killed them. They were actually both doing well. They were competing with each other and alongside each other. And there was even some crisscross between them. And this is borne out by the fact that if you actually, if you go get genetic testing done, you can find out a lot about your ancestry and they can tell you what percentage Neanderthal you are. There's many, many people that have a small percentage of their DNA that is Neanderthal DNA. And that is because, as this theory purports, Neanderthals and human beings were actually coexisting. And in some cases, interbreeding. So that there were children that were half Neanderthal, half human being. There was some uh, crossing of tools. So Neanderthals could create some tools. Human beings would create other tools they would meet and then suddenly you would find what was supposed to be a Neanderthal style tool in a place where only human beings were living. And the only reason that ever that could ever work is if they had adopted the tools from the Neanderthals, which only would have happened if they had coexisted. So it was a really interesting look at kind of the origin of how we came to be the way we are. The other thing that I thought was really fascinating is sometimes it's it's you can forget how short of a time span we're talking about here. So there's some there's some debate about when human beings actually became human beings. But most of the best estimates put it at a couple hundred thousand years ago, which sounds like a long time. Except that if you think about the time scale of the earth, I mean we're talking millions of years ago when the dinosaurs were around. That the beginning of the dinosaur periods were, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I always, I, I, the number that always sticks in my head is like 72 million years ago, there were dinosaurs roaming the earth, right? So that's 72 million years. Human beings, as we know them now, didn't exist 300,000 years ago. That is such a short time on the scale of, you know, the the entire earth. It's just mind boggling to me that we could have gone from essentially, you know, barely on the edge of survival as a species, possibly just beginning to develop language, um, beginning to develop some rudimentary tools and things like that to, to where we are now is just an astonishing rate of acceleration. And this book does a great job of laying out kind of how we got here from that point. Uh, so if you're, if you're interested in that sort of science of, of anthropology and the history of the human species um, or anything in that realm, this is great. It's a five out of five for that. Um, if you don't have the, the scientific bend for it, um, a lot of it will probably go over your head. Some of it went over my head. I had to kind of read it a couple, a couple passages a few times to really understand what they were getting at because I'm not an anthropologist or a biologist. But it's presented in a way that's clear enough that you can kind of gather what you need to know from the book to understand what they're talking about. And, and I think it's really well done. It's really interesting. Um, I would definitely recommend this one. So next week, we are going to be talking about American Assassin by Vince Flynn. This is uh, Mitch Rapp, number one. Um, it, interestingly, it's not the first book that was published, uh, but it is the first book chronologically in the story of Mitch Rapp. 
And that's why I started there. Everything I read said that this is basically where you ought to start because it explains where the character comes from. Um, just like the Jack Reacher books, this was suggested by my father-in-law. So, uh, and as with Jack Reacher books, I've read two of them so far. I'm not going to cover each and every one of them because they are pretty similar. Um, for, for series that have a definite end, I'll probably cover each book. But for ongoing series like this, I'm, I'll, I'll just interject in with a book from the series when it seems appropriate. But uh, so next time will be American Assassin by Vince Flynn. Uh, as always, find me on Twitter at readinglistpod or send me an email at readinglistpodcast at gmail.com. And until next week, read more books. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.